The roles we play is written and performed by me, Leanna Bertrand. Episode 13, World's Worst Book Club. Amaranth and I don't leave the bedroom until we hear the front door open again. Even thinking of her with her new name is a little strange at first, but I'll get used to it eventually. I want that to be something we share. Lucy Sybil draws me to her the moment we're back in the living room, but given the look she gives Amaranth, I'm even more certain that she had been listening in on our conversation. I peck her lips to try and reassure her, but she only holds me tighter. Finn is back and somewhat calmer, but he still regards both Lucy Sybil and Hades with suspicion. Will you let me explain, Finn? Hades asks. Finn flops down onto the couch beside Amaranth. Sure. I'd love to hear the excuse of why you blew up a car with three people inside. I wouldn't have started it like that, but okay, Hades says. Despite Hades basically admitting to it, Lucy Sybil doesn't seem threatened by him. I glance up at her to try and read her face, but she looks relatively impassive. I'll remind you again, Finn, that our purpose is to protect you, she says. Finn glares at her. You're demons. You always have your own agenda. Stop pretending like you don't. It's okay, Lucy Sybil, Hades says. Let me handle this. He stands in front of us like he's presenting a case for a court. Stiff, but defiant, in a way. He hasn't said it yet, but I can tell that he isn't sorry. He was shooting a short film in Texas. It was supposed to be for a week, until I overheard them planning to kill him. Allegedly, Finn interrupts. Who's telling the story? Finn grumbles under his breath, but lets Hades continue. They were part of some sort of cult, and they were planning on using Finn for a ritual under the guise of a collaborative project. I didn't have a choice. The night before, I left him at his hotel and planted a bomb in the car. It made headlines in the morning. Whatever you may think of me, it was only supposed to put them out of commission. They weren't supposed to die. And there definitely weren't supposed to be casualties. I got Finn on a plane back to Los Angeles as fast as I could. Since I don't leave fingerprints, they never traced it back to me. I did my job. Kept him safe. I never asked you to kill for me. You didn't have to. You're my... I had... No choice. We could have left. They would have followed you. You don't know that. I wish we'd met sooner, Lucy Sybil cuts in. I could have helped you do this cleaner. What? Shh, Emmeline. I just mean that we could have kept it to just those three. We could have been the perfect team. Arson and getaway. I pull back from Lucy Sybil. Arson? Can you breathe fire? Remember how I'm made from love? She says. That means the warmth of it, too. Sometimes suggestions aren't enough. Sometimes you have to turn up the heat. She holds out a hand to me. I can show you, if you'll trust me. Don't take that, Finn snaps. I would never hurt you. I promise. I glance over at Amaranth. What do you think? Amaranth looks surprised at being included in my decision, but she doesn't dwell on it long. I guess it depends on what she wants to do. 
There's no way it's not dangerous, Finn says. I'll stop before any damage is done. Lucy Sybil can't hurt me. It would go against our contract. That's how it works, right? I look down at her hand. Oh, hell. I take it. Her eyes take on that familiar scarlet hue and she laces our fingers together. It's subtle, at first. Then I feel it. A mild sensation of flames licking at my hand from the inside. It spreads through my body, heating my blood, but it doesn't hurt. It's like hot water running through me. A foreign sensation, but not an uncomfortable one. Then there's a prickling in my bones. I can feel the heat begin to rise. Sweat starts to bead at my brow. I start to feel sleepy and sway slightly. Too hot. Like I have a fever and it's then I realize she's burning me from the inside out. Oh. Just when I think I'm going to faint, Lucy Sybil pulls her hand away. The heat lingers, but I'm somewhat steady on my feet. I'm vaguely aware of someone helping me onto the couch. Amaranth. The cool material is a balm to my overheated skin. What did you do? You know how your microwaves cook things from the inside out? Lucy Sybil says. It's like that. Too much heat and things tend to explode. Well, that kind of explains why she was so fascinated with microwaves when I first showed them to her all that time ago. So no, Emmeline, she says with a smile. I can't breathe fire, but I can keep you warm. Like a controlled burn? Exactly like that. That does a little to comfort me when she'd been the one who suggested she help Hades kill those people. Yes, they'd been after Finn, but they could have run. It could have gotten them arrested. Why did it have to escalate to murder? Lucy Sybil kneels in front of me. Are you afraid? Would you kill for me? Lucy Sybil lays her head on my lap. Yes. I caress her face, watching for anything subtle as I choose my next words carefully. And if I told you never to do that? Lucy Sybil smirks at me. Are you commanding me? I flush, but I don't let her distract me. Answer the question. Lucy Sybil tilts her head up just enough to kiss my hands. If you forbade me, I would refrain. I cradle her face in my hands. She leans into the touch, nuzzling my palm. <laughs> my beautiful, deadly girlfriend. I lean down to rest my forehead against hers, my eyelids fluttering shut. I believe her. She's always said it. All she wants is to protect me. Amaranth clears her throat and I quickly pull back, remembering, wow, we're not alone. I don't miss the pout Lucy Sybil gives me before straightening up, though, only to seat herself on my lap. I hold her, if only to keep her close and show her that I'm unafraid. Um, so where do we go from here? Amaranth asks. Finn gets up. Are we acting like we're okay that both of them basically admitted they're killers? Lucy Sybil didn't- She offered to help. I'm not okay with it, for the record, Amaranth says before things can escalate further. But I get it. Kind of. She offers the book to Finn. Let's get started, okay? Whoa, hold on, I say. We tried that, remember? 
The book can't be transferred. No, the book can't be taken, Lucy Sybil clarifies. As long as it stays with its current bond, without the intention of detachment, it's not going anywhere. Finn sighs but takes it and starts flipping through the contents. Look at that. I'm still holding it. Let's find the counter curse or whatever and be done with this. Hades has remained quiet through all of this, his eyes on Finn the entire time. We haven't really talked about what unbinding means for him. Does he go back to hell? Or does he disappear altogether? Without the bond, will he be left lost without direction? I'm still conflicted about him. Yeah, there's blood on his hands, technically. But it's there because he felt there was a threat. He's clearly devoted to Finn in a different way than Lucy Sybil is to me, but devoted still. Am I no better because I can sort of justify it? The rustling pages stop and Finn lays the book down on the table. Okay, I think I found something, he says. According to this, the three of us are anchors for these two, he gestures at Lucy Sybil and Hades, and the book. Figured that much, I say. Doesn't that mean the anchors have to be destroyed? Looks like it. Which is why we transfer the anchor over to something else. Does it have to be living? Amaranth asks. Hey, I just found the section. Come over here and help me. We all crowd around the book to read over Finn's shoulder. Finn squirms and motions for us to all back up a little. Hades gives Finn the widest berth he can, opting to stand a bit away, but still close enough to be able to read. I don't think it has to be a living object, I point out. This book is technically inanimate, and it's bound to Lucy. It's not a normal book, though, Hades says. The properties are completely different. But it's not alive, right? I ask. Not in the same way we are, Lucy Sybil says. It's not a dead object, per se, but it does contain its own energy. And if we tried burning it? Finn asks. Hades and I would be unharmed, seeing as we're bound to you two. She, however, she points at Amaranth, would die, because she's still tied to it. Unless she decides to answer the summons. I'm not doing that, Amaranth says. You'd think it would realize that and move on from me. A part of you is still considering it, Lucy Sybil says pointedly. That's why it still hasn't left you. Amaranth grimaces, but says nothing. She sways a little and grips the edge of the coffee table to steady herself. I decide to redirect, but resolve to ask Amaranth about that later. You already knew that destroying the book wouldn't hurt you, so how much do you already know about it? I don't know anything about unbinding, if that's what you're asking. Why worry about what won't happen? Finn rolls his eyes. I mean for our case, Finn. We aren't getting unbound, and so I never bothered to consider it. Her eyes meet mine, right? I lean over and kiss her cheek, ignoring Finn's disgust. Yours for eternity, Dove. Lucy Sybil practically glows. Is that a proposal? <laughs> what is it with you in marriage lately? Hey, focus. Suddenly, Amaranth falls back, hitting the floor with a hard thud. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of The Roles We Play. 
We'll be back next week. See you then.